Matra Day Radio is excited to partner with Ascension Press and Spoke Street Media to bring you Father Mike Smith's Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year programs throughout 2024. Kyle Heilman with Spoke Street Media had an opportunity recently to catch up with Father Mike to talk about this exciting new radio venture, beginning with the question of how Bible in a Year came about. It was around April of 2020. Yeah, April of 2020. And so the lockdowns had happened, everything pandemic wise. And and what I found myself doing is I found myself going to the Internet a lot and just listening to all these different opinions. Everyone had their take on this or that. The other thing. Yeah. yeah. And I found myself being so and I keep going these two words being very distressed and distracted. That was it. You know, just kind of like that. We need to get really worked up about whatever's going on. And of course, there were very serious things happening. But this distress, but also this distraction, I just it was like, what's the next thing someone's saying? What's the next thing someone else, you know, smart is saying about what's going on in the world? At the same time, I was also reading the book of Judges just in my own prayer time. And I was really struck by how, okay, in the book of Judges for generations, you know, one of the lines in Judges is in in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Yeah. And that that just struck me as being, wait, wait a second. This is not the worst things I've ever been. And, and yet people are talking about it as if like, this is the worst. And so I thought, well, one was we need to have a little different perspective. We need an eternal perspective rather than just kind of more voices saying more opinions. Like we should have like what the Lord's voice. And then secondly, kind of combined with that was this incredible book from Christendom to Apostolic Mission by Umary Press yeah. out at Umary and Bismarck. And they talked about how one of the things we need in, in this new world we find ourselves in where we've left Christendom and that's a thing of the past. And we're heading back into apostolic age where we need to just go out and and be evangelists and be apostles. We need to recover a biblical worldview. And that, those are the two things. One was the pandemic and, and just being really distressed and distracted, as well as saying, uh, we, yeah, but that the answer or one of the answers is to recover a biblical worldview. So I, I sent an email to Ascension and said, hey, I've been thinking about this. I think it'd be great to have a podcast where we went through the entire Bible and catechism in 365 days. The catechism part was because I work with a lot of focused missionaries. Uh-huh. And FOCUS stands for the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So on our campus, we have at least four young adults who are full-time missionaries. And as part of their mission formation, what they have been asked to do by FOCUS leadership has been not only to read the Bible, but also to read the catechism. And I got some stats back from some of those missionaries about how many of them actually read the catechism. A lot of them read the Bible. Very, very few. Like I think it was something like 19% or maybe 9% of missionaries actually read the catechism. So I thought, well, as a service to our students and to our missionaries, let's do the Bible and catechism together. So I sent that out to Ascension. It's a great idea. We had wanted to do something like this for a while, but we didn't know where to start. So let's do it. And that started the ball rolling. So now you're 730 shows in between the two shows because you did a whole year of the Bible, a whole year of the catechism. So on a scale of like zero to 10, zero is way easier than you expected. 10 way harder than expected. How would you rank Bible a year and catechism a year? Wow. Wow. That is a great question. That's a really great question because it was it was one of those situations where I think maybe two months in (laughs) I was I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Like, this is just. I had to had to get to this place where I reckon had to reconcile. I this is a burden like this is this is this is a challenge that. Yeah, th- that was it. That was that was the the line that came up was, OK, this is a burden. And then as I like I admitted that to myself, because, you know, you, you don't want to 
have this resentment towards a task of like reading the Bible and explaining it to people or even the, the, the kind of the task or the responsibility when a lot of people are listening. So that's another part of it. It was like, I recorded probably a month's worth or maybe two months worth, maybe a month and a half before anyone listened. And so I didn't know it would be popular. You know, I didn't know that people would be listening. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, a lot of people are listening then shoot. Oh my gosh. And that was kind of another burden, <laughs> another burden part of it. And so it was that, that sense of it admitting, okay, this is, this is hard admitting this is a burden, but then getting to the next half of that sentence, like, okay, this is a burden, but it's a burden worth carrying. And th- and that once, once I got to that place, it was okay. This is okay. It's okay to acknowledge that sometimes I would rather not have this extra task to do every single day. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be constantly thinking about it. Like if, if there was ever, I had, I had a trip, where I had, you know, was helping with a conference or we had a retreat one weekend and I couldn't record over those days. And I would say, oh, but they're still they're still publishing today. You know, I didn't record today, but they're still publishing in, in that that gap between what I had already recorded and what people were publishing or what they were, you know, people were hearing get shorter and shorter. And I felt that stress for about a year. And, and so it was a, a great grace to be able to uh, record the last episode, but recognize that Hey, it was a grace. I mean, it was a grace to do the whole thing. So on a scale of one to 10, one being e way easier yeah. than I ex- anticipated and 10 being much more difficult. I, I would say a good, a good solid, this is going to be a horrible answer, but a good solid six and a half <laughs> where I'm the kind of person who doesn't typically anticipate too much. Like I, I think that I, I keep my expectations out of every, very basic minimum. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. It wasn't overwhelming. It didn't destroy me. But at the same time, I remember how I felt when I got done. And I was like, oh, my gosh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, so much. Yeah, I hope you celebrated. What's something that you didn't expect to come out of this, either positive or negative yeah. for you, for listeners? I was hoping for myself to be able to grow. And, and that was the thing, too, is like I, I recognized that one of the motivating factors behind the the entire Bible and the catechism in year podcast where I, I wanted, I want to grow with myself. I think sometimes we can get to a place where say, yep, this is the routine. This is how we do life. And this is like ministry. And I just, I really wanted to be able to dive more deeply, but I knew that this would be this, this had the potential to change my heart and change my lens to change my life. Like personally, how I relate to the Lord, how I'm shaped by his word. And so that was what that was also my selfish goal was I wanted to be transformed by by God's word as well. The catechism in a year goes through the catechism in order from the first paragraph to the last paragraph. Yep. Bible in a year it does not go in order of the books. In fact, each day you're kind of sampling, you're skipping around a little bit. Can you explain how the layout of Bible in a year works? Oh, it, it, it it's brilliant. It really is. And I think that it's the thing that makes... Um, this particular Bible podcast, because there's other Bible podcasts as well. I think that this what makes this one very unique is that it's based off of Jeff Cavins years ago, maybe 30 to 35 years ago, maybe even longer. He devised this. He, he recognized that a lot of people started reading the Bible by reading Genesis chapter one, verse one, and think and thought that they would just read straight through all the way to Revelation, you know, the end of the book. And he realized that what like what a lot of us have realized, which is. When people start to read, start to read the Bible that way, it's great. It's great for Genesis. It's great for Exodus. But then you hit Leviticus and Numbers and you hit all these kind of what you basically, he, he says, you lose the narrative thread. Like you lose the story when you're tracking with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Genesis, and you're following the people of Israel and Moses through Exodus. But then you hit some of those other books where you're like, wait, wait, where are we right now? And so what he did is he narrowed down the story, like the great story, the narrative, the whole narrative of the Bible to 14 narrative books. 
And so he said, if you read these 14 narrative books, you will never lose the story. You'll be in touch with the story. Then what they did is with the Bible in a year podcast is they said, okay, that's going to be the skeleton. Now, where do the other, like not necessarily non-narrative, but where do the other books, where do they fit in with the story? And so if a person is listening on day one or day 118, they will never have left or lost their narrative thread. But what they're listening to is like, say the, the, the prophets, they're listening to the prophets in the context of the Babylonian exile or in under the threat of the Babylonian exile or under the threat of the Assyrians coming into Israel. And so that's the, I think part of the brilliance of not just Jeff coming up with the, the Bible timeline, but also the Ascension people who, I mean, uh, there's a couple of people in particular who they took what Jeff had done and they took the entire rest of the Bible and said, here's exactly where this fits. And here's how it fits. Not just here's where it should fit, but here's where it should fit in such a way that it'll make sense and you'll get get it done in a year. And, and they're brilliant. And I think they did so much of the heavy lifting when it came to devising this particular reading plan. Stick around as Kyle Hyman with our partner Spoke Street Media continues his conversation with Father Mike Smits about the debut of the radio version of Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year coming in 2024 to Matraday Radio. Matraday Radio is excited to partner with Spoke Street Media and Ascension Press to bring you Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Smits throughout 2024. Kyle Hyman with our partner Spoke Street Media continues his conversation with Father Mike, who describes his feelings when he discovered that Bible in a Year was the number one rated podcast in the world. <laughs> yeah, that was a kind of it was, it was interesting. It, what, what the thing that was most interesting to me about it is this kind of double beat. The first beat, like, wow, that's cool. And like, that's, I didn't anticipate that. Like, I did not think that that would be a thing. The second thought was I was kind of, this will sound ridiculous, but it's the truth. I was kind of surprised at how little ownership that I felt over it in the sense of like, I've done something. It's more like, oh, okay. And I was like, wow, that's uh and, and I, if I, I've thought about that a lot. I've kind of prayed about it a bit of like, how, how was there so much freedom there? And I think part of it is that since 2007, I've had a weekly podcast. And since 2015, I had a, a second weekly podcast and they came nowhere near to, to this until I started just reading someone else's stuff. I, I, in fact, <laughs> until I started reading the Bible, that's when I'm like, so it was like, oh, wow. If I was the secret you know, sauce, if I was the ingredient that people really were longing to hear, that would have already happened. It was that they, oh, they want to hear the Bible. Also, I approached the scriptures as someone who's like, yep, I've I had my, my undergrad in theology and I got, of course, I have a master's from, from seminary, but there are people who, you know, they have their PhDs in scripture specifically, or they have their PhD. I remember talking to a guy who was getting his, a priest who was getting his PhD in scripture. And I said, like, that must be amazing. And he said, well, I know nine verses of St. Paul's letter to first Corinthians really, really well. <laughs> but, but I was approaching it as someone who was like, I love the Lord. I love the Bible. I love the church. And I've done a lot of work over the course of my years, my life to try to understand the Bible and what God has said to his people, but I am by no means like the expert. And so I kind of approached it like that, approached it as I'm someone who, who loves God's word and I've, I've studied it for my life, but I'm also not, I'm not Dr. Scott Hahn, you know, and I'm not Dr. Andrew Swafford and I'm not 
Pope Benedict or anyone who could give like that depth of insight or Brent Petrie. There's so many people out there who are I mean, Catholics who are just brilliant and like, oh, I'm just me. And that was helpful for me to be able to be like, okay, I will give as much insight as I can. But I also know that I'm, I'm a, you know, that, that kind of idea of the fellow traveler. And I was like, yeah, that's how I felt. And that's how I, I still feel. It does feel like you're going on a journey together. And yeah, oh, totally. I, I feel like everybody by the end of it, I'm sure, like thinks of you as a friend, you know, like that you're just talking to us each day and guiding us. And it's such a, a neat piece of, of content that I, I'm just so excited that this is going to be available to more and more people now. Yeah, especially on the radio. That would be just an incredible opportunity for people who wouldn't necessarily know how to or be interested in listening to yeah. a podcast, but the, that their radio is their go to. And that's, you know, they get the good, good content when it comes to, you know, Catholic radio has like a lot of good teachings out there, a lot of good apologetics and good inspiration. But to be able to go to the source and hear, okay, here is the word of God proclaimed. Here is the official teaching of the church and the catechism just, you know, proclaimed and explained. I think that could be such a huge gift for a lot of people. Well, and a lot of radios just kind of consumed at convenience, right? Like when right, you're in the car, right. you turn it on or something like that. What would be your pitch for why somebody should either like set an alarm, you know, and each day try to tune yeah. in for this every day if you can, as much as possible? No, I think, yeah, I think even what you said, Kyle, about setting an alarm yeah. or, or saying like, this is my practice as I'm driving to work or whatever time, you know, and, and kind of having that as, as, a, as a commitment, it's because one of the things I've found and this is over the course of my life, not just, just not just over the course of the podcast. And that has been that sometimes I look to the Bible as a, a book of inspirational quotes or a book of like, just like, I need some wisdom, Lord. I need some direction now. And those are fine. I remember, in fact, one of our students at one point years ago, he had a good friend who had been involved in a car accident and she was in the hospital and he said, I just, I'm going to visit her, but I know she's in a lot of pain. She's in a lot of just turmoil right now what are some good Bible verses that I could share with her? And I said, okay, that's, that's, that's great. Here's, here's some things, but just keep you aware. Here's some verses from scripture that could be helpful on a bigger scale. Here are some Psalms that like she could pray these Psalms, not just hear like, you know, a little tidbit or inspirational word, but here's a Psalm that she could pray with. But ultimately what's going to get her through this is not just a scripture verse. It is not just a prayer, but it is going to be that, God's word has shaped how she sees reality. God's word has shaped how she sees God. I mean, because especially we know this, that in our pain where things, when we are truly suffering, that is the kind of time where we, it's so easy to just be like, I'm gonna forget everything I've ever learned about God. But if we can immerse ourselves in God's word on a regular basis, then even in those dark moments, we'll still know who he is and we'll still know that he is, he's with us. And that's the thing is I, I would encourage people to make that commitment because, yep, you know, there are gonna be days where it's just, I'm reading a list of names from genealogies, right? This is just, you know, this, it was just like, no, these are the people who they're part of this story, but today it's just their names. Okay. What's, how does that help me? Well, it might not immediately help you, but one of the things that we'll find is when I get in my car tomorrow and turn on the radio tomorrow, and it's the next step that I realize that, oh, it's all of this. It's not just the inspirational, not just the narrative, you know, the stories. It's not just the inspirational quotes. It's the whole, my, my worldview has been shaped by the lens of scripture. And that's what people are going to find if they're willing to uh, take that step. And I don't want to say even commit, but <laughs> resolve of that, resolve themselves to 
exposing their hearts and their minds to God's word and to the catechism on a, on a regular basis. Well, and speaking of the names, you do a, a great job of, of pronouncing <laughs> everything. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but you, you do it with confidence. I think it's pretty accurate. <laughs> confident. If it's not accurate, it's confident. No, I, you know, the great thing is once you get some of the rules down for, for Hebrew, for the, you know, the Hebrew language, just some of the rules, it's like, oh, that's where the accent goes. I get it. That's what this, you know, so that's my best. Uh, It's impressive to me. All right. Well, thank you, Father Mike Schmitz, for all the work that you've done to put this together. Thanks to Ascension for making this available for free for everybody. And thanks for sharing a little background with us today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. It's, it's my honor and I can't wait for even more people to be exposed to the word of God and to the catechism. Thanks, Father Mike. And you can find more information as well at ascensionpress.com. And our thanks to Kyle Hyman with our partner, Spoke Street Media and Father Mike Smits. Matre Day Radio is very excited to partner with Spoke Street Media and Ascension Press to bring you Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year. You can catch Bible in a Year every morning Monday through Saturday at 6.30 and Sunday mornings at 7 and Catechism in a Year every night at 11 o'clock. You'll also find podcasts of each episode on the Hail Mary Media app. Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Smits. Just another way we're leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio.